It's bonus time, where Honored Athletics LLC would allow us to present to you the audio version of their weekly Friday night YouTube series. Let's get to it and see what the crew has in store this week. You are tuned in to Athletics LLC with Lamar, Lucius, Big League Chew, and my man Clyde. You're about to be schooled in all things track and field. This is experience. Yes, sir. We are talking past, past present, present, future. future. Y'all listen up. Let's go. I got. <laughs> Happy Athletics LLC, everyone. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't it funny how, like, we're in August now and we think that things are slower and yet things are seem to be more chaotic? <laughs> because they're not structured, right? We don't have any structure to know where we're going to be at a certain time and anticipation. So with that being said, welcome one, welcome all. We're here for another fun episode and let's get it started. So uh, we'll loft this one up. Commonwealth Lamar, how are you feeling nowadays, sir? Uh, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> my body almost knows what time zone I'm, I'm in, just in time for me to travel again in a couple of weeks. But uh yeah, as my background says, uh, the, the trip was successful. To say the least. To, say, to the say the least. Clyde, how are you today, sir? Um, August might be my least favorite month of the year for so many reasons. August always feels like chaos. Now, I know that I root for chaos, but not in my <laughs> life. Not in my life. So I do not enjoy the month of August for the most part. That's funny. Sir Lucius, how are you, sir? You know, I am, I'm exhausted too. <laughs> <Big> <laughs> um, I am ready to be home. I'm ready to be on vacation. I'm just ready. And um, yeah, um, that's, that's all I got tonight. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. It's been a long year. Um, right. I am uh, traveling with, with a few of the crew, the crew the last week and ready to get back. Um, I am in Monaco currently, and, um, and I'm ready to get back to, to, to the States. It's so Can funny. I say, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say two things with that. One, what a great way to end the, the season before you start the season in, in Monaco. That's, that's, a, that's a wonderful place to end the season. Yes, uh, it is. And, it is. And, and two, I don't think people who, who sort of like track really understand how fatiguing track can be. I mean, that's what Sir Lucius looks like after going home from world championships, regrouping, and then going to Budapest and then uh, and then Monaco. Like he, like he didn't have to race in those places. <laughs> and he, does, he doesn't have the rest of the Diamond League to go and the Diamond League final. So like, I want people to understand like, in order to do do the entire Diamond League season as a track and field athlete, it's uh, is it four continents? Is there a Diamond League meet? It's, it is. I know there's North America, Africa, Asia, and Europe. I just can't remember if there's a Diamond League meet in South America. But no, yeah, it's it's that. a lot. It's a lot. Right. You're, so, Sir Lucius has signed up to take a vacation from his quote unquote vacation in Monaco at this point. <laughs> Completely. This wasn't this wasn't quite the vacation, considering that they 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 seem to have well. We know where my bag is, but no one seems to be willing to put it on a plane so I can get to me. So uh, it's just sitting. 
and and I don't know where it's sitting, but I know I know where it is. I just don't know where exactly it is. But so your your bag is in your bag is in Hungary. It's in Austria. It was in Vienna. Oh, it's in Vienna. And and that's all I know. That's all I got. It's at the airport in Vienna. That's all I got. This is the only piece that makes you human, like the rest of us. Is that your bag got lost? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. The, stuff, the stuff he has no control over, right? Right, exactly. Right. Governor, how are you today, sir? Uh, you know, August, madness, chaos. Um, you know, we had our first full staff meeting today, and um, you know, uh it's like a subtle reminder that um I did not get a vacation <laughs> me personally i mean yep. so here we are we're a couple of weeks away from school starting so uh just trying to get my mind right that's it yeah, Governor, right, you know it right. I, you 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 know i love you right yeah but we, i didn't need you to remind us that school was two weeks away i did <laughs> <laughs> I did not need my that one. <laughs> you, you know you my guy. Hey man, let me tell you. Or in oh, some cases, I, next week. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Like, because because that's when the incoming freshmen will be on campus next week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So. If, it, if it if it makes y'all feel any better, I still have a player I'm trying to get into school. Yeah. Nope. Does not make us feel better. Nice try. <laughs> Doesn't. Appreciate the effort to help make us feel better. Oh, not not to delay things here, but Lucius will have two more people signed by the, in the transfer portal before his plane lands in, <laughs> right. in America. So. <laughs> no. Wow, that was funny. That's fired. That was funny. <laughs> wow. Well, and, and, I mean, and for the for the record, let 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 me like I'm not going to defend myself here. But I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm just gonna call the spade a spade. Like you guys all know when this whole portal thing happened, I'm like, I'm I'm good, I'm gonna stay with the high school kids. And then we got our heads beat in the first year, and I'm like, ah, I think we've been looking to this portal thing, right? <laughs> and it's 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 kind of lost its mind, but you know. survival of the fittest, baby. Do what you do. Exactly. You gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. We wanna keep I mean, these paychecks. It truly yeah. helps to be a destination school and program in the world of the portal. It truly helps. It does. And the thing Mm -hmm. is now, once you sign them, you got to coach them. 100%. And they'll be here and they'll be here in two weeks. Right, Governor? (laughs) Man. All right. Well, um, with that being said, you know, even though it's been non-collegiate for us right now there's a lot of been a lot of track that's been going on in this this passover time what we would the ncaa would call over passover time um we've had various professional meets championships uh things of that nature so to just glibly go over because we like our jobs um the u20s championship happened in cali columbia um the governor was so awesome and he was there in person um, you know, there are a lot of records that were broken. Um, Governor, just tell us about a few things that you saw, nothing specific in regards to who, but what you saw. Um, first of all, uh, I feel like 
there was a lot of retribution that was going on um, in terms of, you know, kids that might have been, you know, overlooked, kids that might have been, you know, uh, passed over or whatever. It, it clearly was a, uh, an opportunity for those kids to really show what they can do. Um, the results were unbelievable, I'd say, across the board. Um, you know, the USA team, I mean, they, they came out and did what USA does. Uh, but Jamaica to outmedal the United States, that was quite remarkable. Um, USA won the medal table because they had the most gold medals. But in terms of the most medals, period, you know, Jamaica got 16, I believe, and USA got 16, uh, 15. So can um, we explain that for the audience? Because I know a lot of people, including myself, have been confused about that in the, in the past. Why does Team USA win the medal table for most right. golds if we are outmedaled overall? Right. So that's always been a point of contention um, and a question that's always been put up in the air. Um, my only guess is that gold medals mean more as far as the total. Um, but I've never heard about points. I've never heard about, um, you know, points allotted to, you know, a, a medal of a specific, a specific persuasion. Mm -hmm. But clearly, um, you know, in all the championships I've ever been a part of, the country with the most goals wins the medal table. Um, and that's, it's, it's very strange. Um, I mean, I mean, we, we could probably go back, you know, I remember the, the 2000 Olympics, the, the 04 Olympics. Um, I mean, there, there were, there were some questionable, you know, um, in terms of the, you know, who won the medal table and, and it's a big deal. It is a oh, big, yeah. it's, it's a huge deal. Federations, countries, governments, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. So, so, so we, we do not have any proof or like that. There's no, we don't know that there's a, that there's a point system attached to the medal. No, table. no okay. I've, I've never seen, I've never seen the, the, um, the thought process or the, you know, any nuts and bolts behind, you know, how they do this, but it was said going into the four by four that the United States needed to win the four by four on the men's side in order to win the overall um, medal table. And, you know, they won and, and they won. So, but there is there, I, I don't know. Someone needs to bring that to the fore, I guess, to, to, to answer that question. Well, I have a question. Who, yes. Was it American that was, that was saying this? No, 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 no. This was someone from World Athletics. Yeah. Okay. It was on the broadcast too. Yeah. Like it okay. literally, they literally said USA has to win the four by four in order to, to, to win the overall medal table. And that is interesting. Yeah. It is. It is. So hmm. my, my takeaway from afar about U20s, I mean, obviously it was a very exciting meet and you know, as Chu alluded to, we're not going to get into the specifics of any individual performances because of, you know, proper etiquette and recruiting things. But across the board, I would say, especially in events where Americans are thought 
to traditionally be dominant uh that ain't the case no more <laughs> and uh you know from from our perspective you know we're we're a, an american centric show i think i think that's fair to say um we 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 need to step our game up across the board because if those trends at at u20s continue for the next 2 3 4 years there're going to be a lot of problems in, in the metal table moving right. forward okay. okay so you know and we talked about this um we did not medal in the women's side in the 100, 200, 400, 400 hurdles at the World Championships. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it sounds to me like this is a continuing trend. You know, that's mm -hmm. you know that, that we need to step our game up. Well, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, I was you know privy to be on a, a coaches panel. Um, uh, they they have a coaches clinic that that uh, Wendy uh, Bereen is is a part of and um you know she she corralled me and had me come on and um you know and so just in all the conversations that were coming up one of the issues was you know why the the um the representation at the at the at the usa u20 meet is not where it should be you know and oh, I, now that's a great question exactly. <laughs> And that that is, you know, so when you when you have uh, the Brooks meet, you have the uh, the Nike meet, you have the, the balance meet, and yeah. these athletes are being wooed to go to these meets. And the general consensus is that, well, if I go to U20s, I'm going up against college freshmen. Right. Why, why am I going there to do this when I can walk away with this nice shiny bag? Right. <laughs> or or I mean, call it call it what it is yeah. you know so when when you have all of these things that are just being layered on on top of each other and it's pulling away from what i mean what should matter is here's an opportunity to represent your country right and that's what used to matter that's that used yeah. to be the draw i mean they they i mean the the, the representation in certain events at USA's was absolutely deplorable. It just was. No one showed up, you know. Uh, so, not not yeah. to go too far down that rabbit hole, because I'm sure we could get all the way down there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I want to go down the rabbit hole, but I'm okay. Well, coming down the rabbit hole. There you go. All right. Well, we're, we're here now. All right. So, I know we're this hole, will never so happen. Might as well go all the way down. I know this will never happen, but I'm gonna throw it out there anyway. It would be really nice to see the shoe companies because those are the sponsors of these quote unquote national championship mm -hmm. summer meets, right? Mm -hmm. For the betterment of the sport, it would be awesome to see those people come together, put on one competition every year and rotate it so if for example if nike wants their meet to be in the cathedral great next year it's the nike meet in the cathedral but all the sponsors get to throw their swag around mm -hmm. and then the next year it's the adidas meet in new york and you know everybody gets to throw their swag like we don't need four and five of these meets and if you get all the high school kids in one place and then give them a you know there's a two-week break then i imagine usa's would you know, U20s would be 
more unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for the betterment of the sport, can we do that? I know it ain't going to happen, you know, but hey. <laughs> okay, so let, let me venture down this 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 hole that you guys have dug and now widened for me. And then make it easier for me to fit my, myself into it. Okay, so the first thing I want to say to you is this, okay, like, I, I don't, I'm not going to buy into this, that it's not well advertised. I'm not going to buy into it that the other meets are up against it because that's been going on for a while, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm going to say to you is that the, the problem is simple. Like, okay, the high school kids have always, the good ones have always wanted to go to this the, this meet and run, go head to head against the college freshman, anybody else in the country. Right. So if there are people avoiding this, it again lends to the problem that we have and are going to continue to have, that they're, then they're dodging competition. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yes. So, so there's my deal because I, 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 everybody, if you want to make the under 20 team, you know when the meet is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If you want to make the under 20 team, you know, and your coach know this is on our schedule, this is our goal because there are kids that showed up, high school kids that showed up and ran well. Yes, they did. Right? So my yeah. thing is this is that, okay, I think it's just, it's an excuse. It's a way of, you know, trying to mask the issue we have here. And the <laughs> bottom line is, is that, okay, if I am a good high school athlete and I want to represent my country, if I'm afraid to face the college freshman when I'm a high school senior, right. why am I supposed to think I'm not going to be afraid when I'm a college freshman yeah. to, to face the college, I mean, the collegians and the post collegians in the senior yeah. competition. Exactly. There's my issue. So are we, are we laying that at the feet of the coaches? So you're I going feel, there. I kind of feel like I am. You're going there. <laughs> so I am. I'm yeah, going there, exactly. Right? exactly yeah. I think part of it is, is that one, the coaches, one, don't understand that system. They don't understand that the U20 system is like the foreshadow for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And making the world, te- I'm sorry, the team Marissa USA. and Chu, they what? do understand this. No, so wait, hold on, <laughs> let me finish. No, 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 let me, let me finish because, okay, <laughs> I, and I'm sorry, but these are the same people that have been having people go to these meets for ages. Yeah. Okay, they're ages. Okay, so let's call it what it is. They're ducking competition. I don't so want my kid to go part. there because he might get beat or she might get beat and they might lose their confidence. Okay, mm-hmm. so they got to see him eventually. <laughs> well, and I think, but the other part you can't is, duck is forever. I think that they don't want to, and I'm going to, this is very outlandish of me to say, them getting to Cali, Columbia to be there for their athlete because the athletes can register their course, coaches and the coaches can travel or they can just travel and being them for them. I, I, as a coach, am insecure to relinquish that power to give it to the event group coach for Team USA and say, do your best job. Fearful of that. Fearful of this child is, and they are child, children at that point, this child isn't ready for this level because that's what I believe versus letting them experience it. Mm-hmm. And whether they have the failure, learning how to deal with that and kind of grow past that, those things. So when I say on the, on, on the unknowing of the coach, the unknowing of the coach of how the athletes are going to react. And that's, you're, I have specific examples, like, of course, whenever anybody wants to have a conversation off air about this, but it's just, it's, it's really unfortunate that these coaches are shielding for their own self 
mm-hmm. and then for yes. the protection of their athlete yes. because they will come undone. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you're letting them uh, go, quote unquote, in the next couple of years anyways, supposedly. We know that's not true either. So <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, I'm done. I, I, I wasn't going to weigh in on this topic, right? <laughs> the whole, the, the, whole was, the whole was deep and, and, and people were already in it. <laughs> And it wasn't any, and you know what, listen, at the end of the day, I'm here with the backhoe to make this hole large enough for a whole city to fit in. If you want to make an Olympic team, the very first thing that you need to do is make a junior team. If you want to coach, if you want, it's the best predictor. If you want to coach at the highest level, if you want people to talk about you in the ilk of the best coaches at this level, then you better figure it out. You better figure out how to have your athletes there and you better figure out how to have them ready to go both at the junior meet and at the world championship meet, because here's the truth. The athletes want to go. And when you try to hide them from it and, Oh, we're not going to do that. And we're going to do this. And, and, and all that stuff for yourself as a, as an age group coach and a club coach, when you're, when you're trying to protect your own skin and your own pride, and you don't want to bang against the college coaches and you don't want to actually see whether you, all the smack that you talk on the internet is true, right? If you don't want to do any of that, when your kid gets to college the following year mm-hmm. and one of these wonderful coaches on the panel coaches them and then they go to juniors and they crush people right <laughs> or worse they're really good they go to juniors and it and they're a little tight because they haven't been at this level that's your fault yeah if you're look in in the sport of track and field your talent level dictates who you have to go against right like look let, let's 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 talk about the elephant from an age group perspective Arian Knighton should be at these junior meets and, ju- and at these junior competitions, punching people in the face, right? <laughs> but the truth, look, but here's the truth, right? Look, it was like when Will, Craig, when Will Clay graduated from high school early to go into college his second semester of, of high school, right? Mm-hmm. Your talent dictates where you should be and who you should be competing against. Not your age. That's right. Right? Yeah. We, we, I was on junior teams with people who were, I mean, the junior team I made my freshman year in college, I was on the junior team with somebody who was on their third junior team. Yeah. yeah. Right. Somebody who had made a junior team at 15. So at the end of the day, the, the idea that you can hide them or hide yourself or any of this nonsense away from the best competition on the planet is dumb because the track and field, just like baseball, just like soccer are global sports and being the best fish in your little pond is dumb. So let's move on to something better. If people don't want to compete, look, look I've, I've said this a million times, and Sir Lucius laughs every time I say it. If you're scared, get a dog. Because in the United States, we don't coach no punks. So I'm, I'm going to throw this in there because it's too good not to. <laughs> Obviously, you know, everybody comes to this profession of coaching from different angles, right? My path was I started out coaching nine-year-old little kids, quickly jumped up to coaching high school kids and founded a club program. The only goal we had every year was to get to the junior. Mm-hmm. Like that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, probably my most successful junior, you know, athlete at the time, youth athlete, was Jacqueline Coward, who broke high school national records in the hurdles. Well, no one cared at U.S. Juniors. We had to go in there, and she got her head busted <laughs> by by um, <clears throat> by Queen Harrison and and Christy Castlin, who were freshmen at Virginia Tech at that moment. And you know what? It was the best possible thing that could have happened to us because she had to regroup, come back in two days, and make the 400 hurdle team, run a 57-20 in in high school because she was pissed off that she got her head busted by you know college people and honestly that experience for me as a coach was the moment where i realized like actually you know what i can do this thing at the next level so all of you high school coaches club coaches who who, who got a lot to say if you want to know lot. how you measure get your kids to the u20 meet and find out because you're never going to know otherwise yeah. And a Team USA kit's way cooler than a New Balance or Nike backpack, I'm just saying. I mean, just the, saying. the swag is better if you make the team, I assure you. I mean, listen, it's it's, it's as good it's as good as making an Olympic team when you're 19 years old. I promise so, you. <laughs> man. Man. But something that was said earlier, I'm going to segue. Um the the lack of presence as we stated it to be or and whatnot of Team USA, obviously there was a lack of presence at Commonwealth because that's not a thing. But the the overwhelming new presence, not maybe new presence is really strong, um, unseen presences in the recencies of other countries, right? Like we had some not out of nowhere, but unexpected wins in the field events. Um, you know, there was a comment made, like, the African countries are doing a lot, winning a lot, you know. So, I mean, let, let's shift gears to Commonwealth specifically first. And just all the, I mean, okay, hold on. We, we said it, well, I think we didn't record yet whenever it happened, but the show came out on the day that it happened, or days that it happened. Congratulations to Lyndon. Well, I'll take a round of applause for myself, <laughs> even Legend. though I wasn't there. <laughs> Legend won Commonwealth in the decathlon. Um, so that was super awesome. But I mean, there are uh, tons more things that were awesome that happened there as well. Well, I mean, that's Lamar's. He was there. So, sir, mm -hmm. educate us on um, the uh, the uh, I was once colonized by by the English games, as I like to call them um war it's an amazing experience i will tell you this as someone who's from the united states clearly a country that was not colonized by great britain um it's they tried listen, they tried <laughs> they did they, they tried with all their might they, they, they tried. tried um you know look I, I i'm not one of those people who like counts flags but I, i'll say this when you look up at the flags at the stadium you think you're at the olympics because there's a lot of countries that are in the Commonwealth. And you know what's funny? This was one thing that I did get to see. That I want to share this with the fans that, that I thought was cool that most people don't think about. When you go to the Olympics and World Championships, Great Britain competes as Great Britain. But in the Commonwealth Games, mm -hmm. it's just England yeah. and Northern Ireland and Wales and, and Scotland. Scotland. Like, 
it's awesome to yeah. see those people compete for their own flags and yep. that was cool to see yeah. that was cool to see um but yeah like look the the commonwealth games ended up being like the greatest junior varsity track meet in the world right because when you first got there there was a whole lot of talk about the people who are in the commonwealth who weren't competing at the meet right shelly ann and sharika uh didn't compete but uh but elaine did mm -hmm. and you know um chopra didn't compete for india but anderson peters did there was a lot of those conversations let, let me just tell you something nobody at the meet who was competing cared um i mean sub 11 sub 22 49 seconds mm -hmm. um i mean anderson peters went there as an overwhelming favorite in the javelin and mm -hmm. the guy who won who pakistani pakistani yeah. he's pakistani yeah. His PB was 86 meters. He threw 86 meters on the first throw, mm -hmm. came back on his third throw and threw 88 meters. Anderson passed him and went 80, 88, 60 and thought he had to meet one. And then yes. the Pakistani threw 90 meters and was like, mm -hmm. what? Yes. Right? He beat the world champion. And it was just like, and it's not like he threw poorly. I mean, Anderson threw 88 meters twice, right? Yeah. But that kind of thing happened time and time again at the meet. And it was honestly was amazing to see the battles within the African countries and the relays. Um, the, it was interesting to watch the, the English put together relays because they don't, it's, from time to time, there's a person who is, who competes for Great Britain, but isn't English. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so there was a piece missing. It was very interesting. It was very interesting. And then you know like every time you go to you go to a meet right you kind of know who the big dogs were and this is my first time i've coached the commonwealth but i coached the hammer and it was different like this is the first time i was i was like really really engulfed in the meet and it was interesting to see that like if you take the united states out all of a sudden right and you take and you take the europeans for the most part out all of a sudden now the big dogs at the meet are england australia uh jamaica nigeria, south africa Niger canada. nigeria canada mm -hmm. south africa yeah yeah india is a huge <laughs> player and yeah. i was like man this is awesome you know it was absolutely awesome and, and like, look the one thing i was going to say about the junior meet i'm going to say also about the commonwealth meet like it used to be you could tell what meet you were looking at in general by the marks that's not the case anymore like people run sub 13 at every meet I mean, the, the men's hurdle race was won in 1308 by a Jamaican dude I had never heard of until then. And then, of course, I now have heard of him. Um, but it was a lot of that. And I, what I thought was really cool is, like, Commonwealth Games really and truly showed you how global and how deep the sport of track and field is, right? Like, you took, I mean, look, we, we talk about this all the time. The track and field is Euro-centered. And there was almost no European nations in the meet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the yep. meat was still really 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 good so so well, on that it, point i'd like to pause there on that point because okay so as a as an uber fan of the sport watching from afar on tv and internets and wherever i could find the meat right 
here, <laughs> yes. here were my here were my immediate takeaways from just observing the Commonwealth Games. First of all, all the people that talk about our sport is dead and dying. That's just not true. There's no evidence not, for that. It's not and even close to true. Like it's not remotely true. Second, the UK, I'll, I'll put it that way. It is undeniable that the UK is our number one fan base, period. Okay. Time out. <laughs> yes. To that point, to that point, the stadium have been expanded. Um, to those of you who've been to Birmingham but haven't been to the new Birmingham, the stadium with, with non-permanent seating have been expanded to 33,000 people. There were more than 30,000 people at every session, morning and night of track and field. Right. <laughs> right. And, and at one point in time, the world went from the sublime to the ridiculous. The only thing left going on at the, at the end of, of session one in the morning was the decathlon pole vault. This is usually when they usher people out of the stadium. Mm -hmm. They were all allowed to stay. They all chose to stay. So there were 33,000 people watching a pole vault competition that was won at five meters 10. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, so understand. It's not a comparable conversation to talk about, you know, the fan base of the UK versus anything else. Like they're incredible. They absolutely love this and they will sit yeah. there forever to, to look at anything. And that's dope. And, it, they'll, and they'll pay whatever the price of the ticket is, whatever it is. Right. And so that was a huge takeaway for me. Now, let me say this and I'll probably make some people mad. As dope as the Commonwealth games are, I'd much rather see it go away because the colonizer games aren't actually politically correct in any sense. Okay. 100%. Not at all. I'd much rather see an off year event, you know, where it's read, where it's, it's uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cotton. Like, can we get a continental, can we get a continental games? See, can continental we, you know games I mean? would, be, would be absolutely dope. The world, the world, right, Cup. right? Can we get can we get Africa versus Europe versus America? You know what I mean? Like, in, in since we fix everything else in the, in the culture that is that is not PC, Commonwealth Games is not PC. And as dope <laughs> as it is, we can have it in London. Just, I'd I'd much rather see something like that. But so, it was a phenomenal event, and the 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 four by four conclusion was epic. I don't yes. care what the time was. The races were great. Yeah, they were. Yeah. All right, right. Races were phenomenal. So so I, I will chime in, and I have a very unique perspective, having competed at two Commonwealth Games. Um, one when I was 16 years old, <laughs> uh, 1990 in New Zealand, uh, Auckland. And then the second one was in 2002, where I won a bronze medal. First Commonwealth bronze medal for the Cayman Islands. And um, Here's, here's how I would compare it. And it's like comparing SEC conference meet to NCAA meet, okay? When- I can if, rock with if, that. If the SEC meet, let's put it this way, and, and Sir Lucius can, can confirm this. If the SEC meet was held in the right place, not a revolving or whatever, if the SEC meet was held in the right place where the SEC teams could readily get to and, and there was a much more Atlanta. of a- Just put it in Atlanta. Right? Look, it would be insane. 
it would be absolutely insane. I, I'm, I'm willing to bet good money that that would happen. Now, what the Commonwealth Games is, and you know, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, it is an opportunity for all of these colonized countries to show big bad mother Britain, mother England, that they are on that level. And it's not said, it's not something that is talked about or whatever, but you can best believe, and, and if anybody paid attention to those relay events and those sprint events or whatever, we saw some performances from some people, right? Inspired? Um, that doesn't even begin to, to describe the relays. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I mean. I'll say this, the, the, English, the English feel the pressure. Yes. Oh yeah. You can watch you can tell that absolutely. looking at the TV. 100 percent they do. Or, or, so it's or if funny. you follow Mitchell Blake on social media, he talks about absolutely. we gotta line up. We gotta get it done. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, when you when you saw um what's her name from uh USC on that anchor leg running down the Constantine. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. And you 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 might ask the question, where has that been? Right? But you can best believe in that moment putting Canada on her back, oh, she, she had no choice. In her mind, she had no choice, right? And as, as, as you know, to, 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 to basically put it in a nutshell, you kind of have to be there. You have to be there to kind of understand what that, that atmosphere is like. It's, it's kind of sealed off because the rest of the world is looking at it from the standpoint of, well, so England really, really colonized yes. all of these countries like it's yes, like they did <laughs> mind-boggling right did this really happen they're this small england is Dude, this big. They, exactly. they colonized all of two continents folks it's they colonized crazy. australia and africa it's absolutely <laughs> crazy you know so so all that being said um there is definitely an us against them mentality meaning everybody outside of England against England. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what it is, you that's, know, that's so actually it, it, 100% gives, true. it gives another uh, dimension, you know, where where you're going to go out there and you're going to show you're going to show yourself for sure. That's funny. Now we just need to figure out how to get it broadcasted over here because that was the hardest thing. I mean, but but to that point, why why would they broadcast it, right? Exactly. Like, why would they, exactly. Why they broadcast our game? it here? Yeah. Like, why would they broadcast it here, right? Right. It's like the it's like yeah. the netball championships being shown in the U.S. Like that's not going to happen. No. no. For the record, for the record, I will say this. There's a couple couple takeaways from there. One, netball is an amazing game. It would never yes, it work is. in the United States because of basketball. But I will tell you this: if I was at a mid-major school. I would probably be looking at some netball players because they have some skills that definitely translate, including the ability to shoot jump shots without a backboard. Without a backboard. Start with that. Netball oh, and handball. Netball and handball. Okay. Dope sports. Dope sports. Two, and this is probably one of the dopest takeaways. The Commonwealth Games is competed as uh, a, um, uh, I mean, I guess the best way I can explain it, a Paralympics and Olympics simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I went, so I went to the, to the practice track and the first three lanes were blocked off for wheelchair running mm -hmm. and there was cones. And then, so, you know, you know, you got your distance runners, you got your sprinters, your hurdler, 
everybody shared the same track. Yep. It was a wild <laughs> and incredibly awesome circus to watch and be a part of. Yeah. Um, and I got, you know, I got to watch, I watched, a, a, I watched both a young man and a young lady break world records uh, in the discus with one leg. Amazing. Wow. And I mean, they threw, like, like the guy threw almost 50 meters. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is far. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Hey, talk to this dude. No, yeah. so his name is. He's not in the portal, sir. You can't. I was just have about him. to say he's not in the portal. He's not in the portal. You cannot have him. Oh, that's funny. Well, so all, all in all, Commonwealth Games sold over 1.5 million tickets. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In Birmingham, like we're not talking about London. Right. <laughs> we're talking about Birmingham. Mm -hmm. It's, it's insane. Thing. Insane. It's their thing. Yeah. Well, and they, I mean, even the opening ceremonies. Those were fun. They were lively. There was mm -hmm. there was a vibe to them. So like, it's all exciting. Maybe we redirect the 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 essence of them. <laughs> but I mean, you can see, you know, with a and I say select, but obviously it's a lot with a specific group of people. Things can be manifested, right? We can make put this intention behind it and and celebrate, have fun do great things because great things came out of Commonwealth and put it at a high level. So. And then lastly, like yeah. getting back to the whole metal table, right? So listen to this. So Australia had 67 gold, 57 silver, 54 bronze, right? Sheesh. England had 57 gold, 66 silver, 53 bronze, right? So again, back to the whole gold is everything. Mm -hmm. If, right. I mean, if England gets two more medals in, you know, they get the same amount of medals that, that Australia did, but Australia wins by virtue of having the most goals. Yeah. Very strange. Weird. What's next, Chu? Um, so, you know, in honor of where, so what, Sula, what Sir Lucius has been doing for work for the last week, give or take um just a little circuit called the diamond league you know nothing big whatever oh i thought we were going to talk about the portal <laughs> oh stupid oh boy <laughs> oh boy <laughs> okay you know we're, so we're, you we're, we're gonna address the portal later but not right now <laughs> you know he's been getting busy with a specific few athletes with the diamond league meets and you know there's more to come obviously but, you know, what has that been looking like for you specifically since you're there, Sir Lucius? Sir Lucius I can't say that today. <clears throat> oh, again now? I'm sorry. No. The, yeah, we're, so that's okay. we're going to the Diamond Leagues, and since you're, yeah. you're, you're there in person, we, we open with okay. you. Okay, well, like, I wasn't in Poland, but I was in Budapest, so I talked to the people that were in Poland. And... You know, talking to the, the guys that were in the 100, you know, the big class with Bracey and Bramel and those guys. And Bramel, you know, Bramel pulls it out. Um, like, it, it was Poland started it all. Um, Shelly Ann is clearly not from this planet. Nope. Yeah, just call it what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's just, By the way, Shelly Ann was, at, was in the village of Commonwealth. Like, I ate, I ate a meal with Shelly Ann. Oh, cool. <laughs> so she went from and there I, And I will tell Poland. you this, like, I I was I shared um, a van or two with her when we were in Budapest, 
and shared a meal with her here in Monaco. She is absolutely hilarious. Just, mm-hmm. just really? hilarious. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. But, but back to the competitions, I mean, like, you know, I honestly don't remember everything that happened in Poland. I just remember it was like Mike. Well, first of all, the thing that's talking about Poland is Michael Norman is growing into who we thought he was always going to be. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, and very, very happy for him to watch him do that in Poland. Um, and then, you know, I, I'll go on to Budapest. Like, Shelly Ann again proved not to be human. Um, mm. Sharika Jackson jogs 22 flat. And folks, if Sydney McLaughlin ever comes to a meet within 500 miles of me, <laughs> get in your car, pack up your children, pack up your grandchildren, pack up their friends, go to the meet because yeah, it is the most incredible thing you're ever going to see. It's the best show. It's the best show. I mean, it's, it's, exactly. It's, 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 yeah. it's incredible because, you know, she's this classic, classy young lady who does everything in the right way. And she, when she shows up, she puts on a show that you will never forget. Mm-hmm. You know, watching her just, I mean, I just, just to tell you what her dominance is, like the two girls that were chasing her in Budapest ran 54 seconds. They take her out of the race and they both ran 53 tonight here in Monaco, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, so just like a full second faster because, oh, she's not here, we got a chance to win, right? <laughs> you know, so please do yourself that favor. I mean, it's like nothing you've ever seen. It's just simply the old phrase of poetry in motion, that is Sydney McLaughlin. Yeah. She's got what, the six fastest times now ever run? Something yes, like something like that, you know? And then, and then you, you go to, there was a Jasmine Camacho Quinn sighting. No, she she was clearly having some issues with her start. She figured her start out. It wasn't what she wanted to be, but it was better in Budapest. She runs twelve twenty seven with only the only win they did race in the meet was hers at two point four, right? Oh. You know, the only one. You know, the only one. The you know, the, the you talk about the young meet. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say the, no, the Budapest meet is is consistently and I don't mean this in any kind of disrespectful way, it's consistently the best of the second level mm-hmm. competitions every that, year yeah. right? no, that's what it is yeah absolutely yeah. It, it's 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 always good and and i think i think a lot of that has to do with where it always fits in in the schedule it's like the perfect place to go in between or on your way to monaco right and like every year it's great and so it's what zagreb used to be there you go yeah, like for me the this season the diamond league season this year is so uniquely interesting to me because it came it's all coming after the super bowl right yes and when you if you have any appreciation for what that really really means mentally for these athletes like we had the super bowl we crowned the world champions we got the gold silver bronzes that's all done now what is this thing worth to you what are you going to go out there and do? What's your motivation? Why is it happening? And oh yeah, by the way, European championships are on the way. Mm-hmm. Commonwealth just finished, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody has different intrinsic motivation to do or not do this thing. And when you see Shelly going out there doing what she do, when you see Noah went out there and dismantled the 200 meter field uh, tonight at in Monaco, right? It's like, yeah, it's still really entertaining and people really still care about it and they're getting out there and doing what they do. And then you have then you have Sid. 
like Sid's in the stands at Monaco with her husband, like, y'all got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, y'all got this thing. And so to Lucia's point, like, wherever you are in the world, if you have an opportunity to go watch these people compete, you better get out there and do it because you may never get to see it again. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows what Sydney's going to choose to do moving forward? She may, she doesn't need to run this event anymore. On a on a B on a on a B minus day for her, she's three seconds better than the rest of the world. <laughs> so, you know, like get out there and watch it because there's some incredible stuff going on right now. And and I saw a comment today in reference to Shelly. Shelly's run 10 6, what, four times this year? This year. Five. Five. Five, five this day. And, and and some people are like, how is this possible? Or, you know, talking about her peaking and all this other stuff. I have a question. Like, why are y'all assuming she peaked? Why, why are you assuming that when she opened her season with a 10-6 at altitude, Kenya for sure, but when she did that, why are you assuming that her and her camp didn't be like, oh, you know what? World Championships is in the bag. Why don't yep. we just go get this record in September? Yep. Like, don't assume that she's peaked herself out because there's no evidence for that. I'm just saying. Zero evidence for that. I mean, and, and, and that goes back to something we talked about last week. You know, people talk about peaking, and you know, one of the most overused terms in track and field is burnout. Right. Um, and, and, and like I said last week, when the governor was trying to give people a pass because they didn't have enough time to get ready for worlds, Shelly <laughs> Ann figured it out. That was me, right? <laughs> well, that was definitely you. You and the mayor, the governor and the mayor were giving out free passes last week and, and, and we weren't having that. You know, so. at the end of the day, like Shelly has another one. If she was with, within 500 miles, pack up everybody, mm-hmm. take three or four cars and go see her. Yeah. Because okay, speaking of that, tonight here in Monaco, Oof. you know, and when, when you stop, I mean, that may have been the deepest hundred ever. Oh, yeah. it was. Third place was 1072. <laughs> Second was, was 1071. Insane. Seventh place was 1096. Yes. Yeah. And, yep. and we listen, we threw this out there before. I'm going to keep saying it because you really got to be a fan of the sport. To un- the train that is Talu slash John Smith yes. is coming. Yes, I, it is. I said that earlier today at lunch. I was like, listen, she ran, it's 10, year 70, one. She ran 1072 in year one with JS. That yep. is a gigantic boulder sized problem next year yep yep I, I, here's, here's um, a bigger I, problem for people she ran 1072 and he wasn't here wow Ooh. right right wow because you know y'all know what happened when that dude sold up right <laughs> yep yeah so yeah there was a there was a marquis dendy sighting i was so you must have been in my brain i was like if yeah. anything else yeah, I mean, we're bringing back the bucket hat. What's what's up with that? What, what this, this, this this was a very very good day for the Gators and Gator alums. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Marquise and you know, I had the pleasure of working with Marquise. You know, I'm I'm videoing stuff and sending it to Nick and you know having conversations. And he jumps eight thirty one and eight thirty mm-hmm. today. You know, that's yeah. about um, his best series he's had in forever. No, you're but, that's you. That's you. Nick doesn't get to do that because he wasn't here. Oh, no, look, look, we, we, fired, we fired Nick today. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we fired, don't worry about it. 
Oh, we fired him right after the 831 job. He got fired. So don't worry. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Can I, can I stick something in there that, that like, look, we, we get so used to seeing all these great things, right? People, people gloss over this stuff and they're just not paying attention. Like two things. One, you alluded to it two weeks ago, Sir Lucius. Like, listen, Grant Holloway is a national treasure and I need all of you to stop doing the other things that you're doing and stop putting these ridiculous, like, other, well, he hasn't run 12, five type thoughts in your head. Grant's slowest race this year is 13, 12. Mm -hmm. That's true. Right? Like, and the man just ran under 13 seconds. Like, hello, pay attention. The dude is great. But this is the one, y'all. This one, talk about hiding in plain sight. Trey Cunningham has run 10 races uh -huh. between 13, 0, 0 and 13, 11. Uh -huh. That dude's run 13 10 dives this year. Yeah. And, 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 and hasn't run know. under 13. So because he hasn't run under 13, right? It did like people are acting like he's not good. I'm like, guys, this isn't even his first year out of school. Right. Can, right. can we just say bad birthday? No, no, Horrible no. Birthday. No, to, no, to Horrible that point, birthday. right? I, I really want to pause on on the on the on the 110 hurdles for a second because it's just too easy to be petty here. Look. First of all, Trey Cunningham isn't even a rookie. Okay. Nope. He was in college this year. His rookie season will be next year. All right. So Trey Cunningham has had an incredible year. And for him to still be out there competing and run the way he ran today is incredible. Yeah. But what was what was the narrative coming out of worlds? There's a whole bunch of people out there in the Twitterverse in the social media space that are trying to put an asterisk behind Grant's world championship because XYZ wasn't there. Well, mm -hmm. short of Devin Allen, who's now playing football, everybody was on the line tonight, and it was still right. Grant followed right. by Trey. Right. So followed how many by more times you want to see Parchment. this? Followed by right. Parchment. Right. Followed by Parchment. Right. Yeah. So how many more times you want to see this? Like, I, I'm, I'm so over that narrative. I don't want to hear it just because he didn't run – the race that you think he's capable of and maybe lucius isn't particularly happy with the final time who knows but he wins okay so he wins i, I want to speak to this and I'm, I'm gonna say this and i'm gonna leave it alone okay for all you people who think you know who don't know just shut your damn mouth okay i'm tired of it because i because I, i'm gonna say excuse my language micah and everybody else i could give a shit what y'all think okay the man is a world champion. He's an Olympic silver medalist. He's a collegiate record holder. He's done everything that I've asked him to do, okay? And someday, folks, sooner than you think he's going to do the things that y'all think he's capable of, but it's just not time yet, mm -hmm. okay? But you have to stop putting what you think should be done because 99.9% .9 of y'all either have not coached a hurdler or if you have, your coach won't run faster than 14 seconds. So get out my space. <laughs> I'm good. I'm I wasn't good. even trying to poke the bear. I just wanted to shine light on <laughs> on, on, on because, because, incredible but, 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 seasons but, 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 that nobody's but, but, paying attention but, but, to. But, okay, but Clyde is right, right? Everybody in the Twitterverse, everybody in the social yeah. media space has their thoughts and ideas on what Grant should be doing. 100%. Okay. okay? So when... Alan Johnson compliments what we're doing, when Skeets Nehemiah compliments what we're doing, when David Oliver compliments what we're doing, when Aries Merritt compliments what we're doing. I'm good. Mm -hmm. 
Now, those are four of the best to ever freaking do it. Yeah. And they all think that we're on the right path. So I'm good. <laughs> so if, though, if, if look, when the world record holder tells me when he figures it out, he's going to take the world record someplace we may never see it again. Okay. Just got to let him keep, continue to figure it out. You know? Dude wins, period. Exactly. So, like, so, you know, I was able to, you know, work with Dindy runs, you know, he jumps, you know, 831. Grant runs 1299. Arian runs 1984. I had, I, had, I had a heck of a year tonight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? A heck of a year in one night. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then Gator Great, you know, I, I had nothing to do with this. Corey McGee runs four flat in the 1500. You know, we, we had a great, you know, the Gator, you know, we had a great week. We had a great career tonight. You know? <laughs> we did. And, 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 you know, I'm very, I want to say I'm very proud of Grant. You know, he, he was a little, you know, he was a little off um, two nights ago. You know, he ran 13-12 and he went back to kind of that, that demon that he's dealt with for a long time. You know, we had, we sat down and had a very serious conversation and a little, little film study. And he fixed those things tonight, you know, and that's what true champions do. You know, you run 13, 12, you don't go the way you're supposed to. And then you come back and tell, oh, here's 1299. You know? and, and I still want to say folks, the man ran 13, 12, and it was an abomination. 13, right. 12. The bad race. Yeah. The awful race, the worst race of the season. Like the coach, we got to get in the lab and fix this. He ran 13 12. Yeah. Well, and I think yeah. that goes to talk about all the names that have been brought up recently the absence, the misfires, the, the horrible races, the horrible jumps, I mean, the horrible throws, whatever it is. That's all indicative of a whole entire season. So, why is it that everyone's jumping on their backs and is like, they're horrible. They need a new coach. They're doing the wrong thing. No, that's part of the trial and error of, of athletics. Not, and not athletics, that sport. That was beautifully said. And see, and this is my angst with the Twitter twits, with the Instagram idiots, with the Facebook oh. fools. I'm I love it. Yes. I love all of yes. those alliterations. Be because they yes. don't know. Yeah. They want to send somebody packet. Okay. I, I had this discussion. I'm gonna call his name out. So because and I had it, I called him on the phone. Lamont Johnson is bad mouthing Shakira Rickens Rich, Richardson's running technique. The child ran she ran she ran 10 7. So I called him on the phone. What's the fastest rule you've ever coached? With pride, he sticks his chest out 1148. You know how far that is from 10 7? <laughs> you see what I'm saying, folks? Okay. So let's learn to appreciate. This, is, this isn't just about Grant. No, this ain't about Grant. It's about a lot of people, okay? Because, because before long, it's going to be uh, Melissa Jefferson or somebody else or somebody else, right? Needs to move. Quit moving people from the place. Melissa Jefferson, let's talk. Let's just take her. And I, and, and I think that what her coach did this year was phenomenal. That child was 10 flat in high school. 11, 12 flat in high school. 12, 12, flat, no, 12 flat, 12 flat, yeah. We were both way off on that one, right? Right. I was further <laughs> off. Okay. She was 12 flat in high school. She runs 1069, 1082 legal. And the first thing people says, well, where's she? Why is she moving? Right. And right. that's the problem right. with our sport. Right. Because those people that I just talked about, 
want to tell people where to go and how to be coached, and they never coached anybody. The people that want to tell me how to fix what's wrong with Grant, you've never coached anybody that's done the things that Grant has done. So how can you help me fix him, right? And so, and the people on the panel know that we don't see that in practice, do we folks? Because y'all see nope. the videos. Nope. Right? So it's going to be okay. But y'all quit trying to fix other people's mess and take care of your own. Okay. Like I always tell the people that want to be critical of what's going on, get in the arena. Come fight with us. Because I'm going to be, what, what's, is Budapest next year? I'm there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you want to be critical? Come be in Budapest with me. And then I might allow you to talk a little bit of trash. But I'm not going to allow you to sit behind your iPad or your phone or your computer and talk trash about people who are in the arena getting it done. Right? So I can't miss this. We shouldn't miss this from, from Monaco. Two, two incredible performances. Tori Franklin jumped a huge PR in a losing yes. effort today in the women's yeah. triple jump. Yes. Okay. okay. I, just want, I, just want, I just want to stop for real quick. She the the what's what's the best girl's name, Chris? I'm sorry. You Lamar Rojas. 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 She's a freaking cheat code. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, it's just like 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 her and Sid are the same person. Like you're not beating them. No. Right? No. No. And so, but the but the thing was is like Tori Franklin comes down on the, the last three nonsense. She knows she's not gonna beat her. Boy, did she go, but I was in the stadium and watched this. She mm -hmm. went forward and she came out of the pit. She knew right away it was a big jump. Now she knew she yeah. didn't win, but she knew it was a big jump. That was phenomenal to watch. It was incredible. It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, from if you're a fan of the triple jump, you know, especially an American fan of the triple jump, I mean, yeah. we don't have a lot of success in this event. Tori's carrying the flag right now. She's doing a great job. Like you really should pay attention to her and maybe learn a little something because she doesn't jump like American women typically jump. There's, no, because there's she, some because she's not coached by an American in coach anymore. She's not she's not she, coached she, by an American coach anymore. Exactly. She doesn't even live in because live in the she States. was an absolute exactly. mess indoors, and now she's that chick outdoors. Mm -hmm. That's right. right? And it's, then the other one. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I no, no, go, no, ahead. go ahead. The the other one for me is who I'm a huge fan of. Faith can Faith Kip Yegon just barely missed the world record in fifteen hundred. Yeah. And let's get it. She was out there by herself the last lap and a half. Like, yeah, an incredible, incredible race. Incredible. Race. And, and, and I'm going to say this. It's extremely expensive to come here. But if you ever get a chance to come to a track meet here, please come. Yeah. Because it, the, the electricity in this place, and, and it's not like, oh, I mean, there's a big crowd. It's, they're not falling, you know, they're not falling all over each other. But it's a very large crowd for this stadium. But they, they cheer for everything. And they cheer loud for everything, you know. Monaco's yeah, well, it's, it's it's one of the most unique stadiums on the planet. I mean, yes. it's on the, the it's on the fourth floor on of the, the roof. Well, it's literally on yeah. the roof. It's on, it's on the roof of the Monaco Sports Center. Like right. there's a there's a there's a pool. There's there's places to work out. There are like three levels underneath. You take an elevator up. Yeah. to the track it's it's okay. unreal um yeah yeah i mean that that's that is one of so those it, so, so so here's a, here's something that that we learned today right so the track is in monaco 
the Marriott that everybody stays in right across mm -hmm. the street is in France. Yeah, it's in France. Nice. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah. It, it's yeah. in Nice, right? So you literally walk across the street, and you're in a different country. I mean, Monaco <laughs> is literally a hillside. Like the, yeah. the country is literally a hillside. That's and, it. See, see, and it's an incredibly beautiful hillside. I want to tell you that. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so the way to distinguish it is when you're in, you're in Nice, the sidewalks are gray. When you're in Monaco, they're red. There you go. So you, you, you literally <laughs> walk down this sidewalk, this gray. You walk around this little thing, and the other side, like the other side of the street, they're red. And for, just that, just for people to get an, a true understanding, um, I, I, we had a camp leading up to the uh, 1999 World Championships, and um, no, this was this was 2005, and um, 1995. And after the Monaco meet was over, so the free breakfast went away, <laughs> the free hotels went away, all of that went away. Then it was at that point, we as a, as a group got an idea of just how expensive that place is. <laughs> and and the, the biggest indication, I remember going to McDonald's and it was 20 bucks. It oh, was yeah. 20 bucks to, to get, a burger and some fries and a milkshake. And I'm just going, okay. So after the, <laughs> after the first day, I kid you not, after the first day, we all piled into a cab and drove to Nice and that's where we would eat. <laughs> that's that's right. what we had to do. You know, yeah. we're, we're on an athlete's budget. We're not on, you know, big time budget, but Monaco is, you know, it's one of those like fairy tale la la lands that you know you have to just go just to appreciate it you can go and enjoy the scenery and then move on with your life because living there <laughs> not, not even. it's not it's not, not even possible because it, no. it's not even just the money you literally have to get uh, a written invitational from uh from the, from the prince. prince of monaco yes yeah to live there to live, to live there. there yes yeah yeah got it and there, and there are rich people who have been denied. Oh yeah, right. So character counts, huh? Just kidding. Stop there. A little bit. Stop there. A little Stop bit. There. <laughs> Stop there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's switch lanes. And he doesn't know this. Shoot, shoot, before, before we go further, yeah, um, I have to give props to Chris's favorite shot putter, Joe Kovacs. Hey. He's a monster. Hey. Yeah, because he because he, he steps in the ring on his sixth throw, throws twenty one eighty something to win the meet in Poland, and then two nights later he just says, "You know what? I'm fooling around with y'all. Here's twenty two eighty nine in like the second round." Yeah, man. Right? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all want to chase something? Chase that. So, yeah, yeah got to give Big Joe props. Got to give Big Joe props. I mean, he has to get ready so, to come back to his volunteer position, so he might as well do yeah, it now. Yeah, and, right? and, 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 I, and I, I understand that they may be expecting twins, is what somebody told me the other day. So. Oh, not maybe. Yeah. They yeah. are expecting very large twins. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so there's a reason for you young coaches to stick around that maybe you'll get to coach one of them, but I doubt Ashley's having that, so. <laughs> no. Good luck with Definitely that. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt Ashley's having that. Oh, that's so funny. Well, uh, Commonwealth Lamar, you are you're up for Would You Rather this evening, this afternoon, evening, whatever it is. Oh, geez. All right. This yes. is well, welcome surprise. 
right? So, well, are it's, you ready, it's sir? Thursday. It's Thursday here already, buddy. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Seatbelts on. Would you rather be the best at one thing or really good at several things? Uh, You're gonna ask a decathlete, right? Yeah, a career decathlete. Exactly. That exactly. He's got to figure it out. You know what? Because I've lived the life of being really good at a lot of things, I would like to try to be the best at one thing. Mm. Got it. Right. Like that if, was. I thought if, that was. If I could, if I could jump, or you could be the best athlete, would make would make you the best at everything. Yeah, I mean, of course, that was my goal in life. So. <laughs> um, and then I follow up with this question: Would you eat rather eat a McDonald's quarter pounder or a Popeye's chicken sandwich? <laughs> Um, a Popeye's chicken sandwich every day of the of the week. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Over a quarter pounder. All right. Would you rather run a mile every day for twenty six days or run a marathon? <laughs> okay, you do know who you're talking to, right? <laughs> That's why I thought it was funny. Oh my! Yo, God. that's hilarious. Is what that is. You said that's a mile a neither, every right? day for right, Commonwealth a, a, for twenty six days. Oh, okay. Hundred percent. I'm gonna choose the run a mile every day for 26 days. Yeah. Because let me just tell you something. If I tried to run a marathon, like and not walk, I'm probably gonna die. Oh. <laughs> Would you rather always be cold or always be hot? Always be hot. Would you rather be half of your height or double your weight? Oh. <laughs> well, that's a simple one. That's a simple one. I'd rather be fat than short. Okay. Okay. See, and I, so this is, is tailored for him because he's such a size elitist. I so. for sure am. I would rather be fat than short. Would you rather put your hand in a box of unknowns or wear a hat full of red ants? A uh, hand in a box full of unknowns. Got it. Because I know, I know where the red ants are going. I stepped in a red ant. <laughs> hive once and i'm not sure my right leg has recovered from that <laughs> would you rather know what race you're going to win or what race you will lose oh jesus uh i guess i'd rather know which race i was going to lose got it gentlemen the floor is yours could you imagine the confidence in that though if you knew which race you were going to lose that means you could just talk all kinds of smack in all the other races all the other races <laughs> but what if it was the Olympic race? What you know what? That's Olympic okay. Finals? You know what? That's okay. If I knew I was going to win five world championships like Shelly Ann, I'd be all right with it. <laughs> see, and, and see, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, there's always this distinction of people like, you know, you lost at the Olympic Games. You were in the Olympic Games final. Mm -hmm. You were in the world championship final. You were one of eight of the best people. You were one of the eight best people in the world. I'll say, I'm going to take my L. Now, yeah. You know, that's how we do. We're going to come back and fight again. But I was there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, so would you rather um, would you rather have one of your children play in the, in, in, um, in the NBA or the NFL? I'd rather one of my children play in the NBA. A, because I love basketball i love football too but i love basketball but b they're going to be able to play with my grandkids when they get old <laughs> yes sorry <laughs> and 
and their money is guaranteed and they make more money. This is true. I mean, average dudes who, who are absolute hot trash in the NBA make $28 million a year. <laughs> right. True story. Hmm. All right. Um, this is a either or. The Jurassic, the Jurassic series of movies or Mission Impossible series of movies? Ooh. Jurassic. Really? The whole series? Yes. The, mm. the, the, the Jurassic Park movies as a whole wow. series. I, look, first, first two or first three, M, the MI series is better. Yeah. But it falls nice. off fast. It falls okay. off fast. But that's a good question, though. I like I, that's a that's a really good comparison. All right, so I'm I'm gonna throw a, a simple and easy one, inspired by the the question that the governor just threw out. Have you had you've been very busy lately? Have you had a chance to see Top Gun Maverick? Hundred percent. It's amazing. If you haven't 100%. seen it, anyone who hasn't seen it, you're playing games. Like go see that film. Chew, you are. Yeah. Oh my God! Chew. Stop playing games. <laughs> Chew, when, when you want to go, Chew? Just let me know. Oh. Oh. No, listen to me. In the theater, you have yeah. to go. Okay. It's that will happen. We'll, we'll have to find a cross-country meet, Governor. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll use the cross-country meet. You guys come to Tom Jones next year, and we'll, we'll have it on the theater at the house. There you go. Yeah. I, with with all due respect to that theater, which is right. amazing. amazing, yes, you have to see that movie in a yes. real theater yeah, it experience. It's you just like the it. first one. In that, it is, like, it is different. Once the first one, once the first one came out, right, every single store that was trying to show off their surround sound, like that they were trying mm -hmm. to sell surround sound speakers, they used that movie. Yeah, because it because it's you got it like that's how you got to see it. It's the same kind of thing. Um, I, I'll say this about the movie. Uh, sequels are really tough to pull off and, and have them be, even be comparable to the first one, right? If you're a Godfather lover, like I am, right? If you're honest, Godfather 1 is always going to be the best movie, but it's really only the best movie because it's first. Godfather 2 is actually a superior film. We're in the same, we're in the same general realm both movies are spectacular in their own right and 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 the first top gun is going to be better because it's the first one but because of the first one this one is that good that it's actually comparable and maybe better oh no I, i'll take I, it's way better to me it's I, way you better. can't say way better because oh i part absolutely can't part of the reason it's way better is because of how deeply they connected the first one to this one like they no, did they, a phenomenal job. Right. So it's easy to say that it's way, it's easy, it's it, a cheap way to say it's way better is because obviously technology has changed in 30 years, right? And the cinematography is better and the action sequences are better and they could do cooler things with the jets. I ain't talking about all that. The <laughs> fact that they were, if you never saw the first one, the fact that you could go see the second one and totally understand everything that's important from the first one. True story. This one is better. Like True story. the it's emotional really connection in part two was better than the first one. And I didn't think they could pull that off, but they did. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's good. We'll have to go do that then. We'll, I'll make sure I see it. I promise in a theater. 
Um, all right, wrapping up with heartbeat props, getting back to that, that habit again. Um, I'm going to go first. And I'm going to say, um, I want to give heartbeat props out to um, all the parents who are getting ready to say bye to their kids for college, maybe for the first time or maybe for the last time, right? Um, Hold on a second. There is no that such thing as the last time. Well, no, last time in regards to college. No, no, like this, this is no, never use yeah, never use the term last time when saying goodbye. Oh, that's, yes, that's, that's, that's true. Rules. Very true. Yeah. The yeah. okay, they're saying bye to their students to go away for school for the first time. <laughs> I'm leaving there it at that. <laughs> um, you've done a good job, I promise you. And if you haven't, they're gonna learn and they're gonna be okay. So um, here's support, confidence, prayers, and hugs for all those parents who are getting ready to say bye to their children for their new adventures. Can, can I go next? Cause I'm late for something. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I don't know if heartbeat props is, is the right term, but this is important and it's an issue I, I care about. So I'm just gonna throw it out there. I, props to UK athletics for, you know, the lifetime ban passed out to, on Tony Minicello for, you know, for sexually inappropriate conduct. There are other people like this in our profession and we got to get rid of all of them. I don't care who they are. I don't care how big their names are. I don't care what they've accomplished. These people don't belong in our profession. And so if you can credibly prove the cases against them, we need to get them all out. Pro, NCAA, high school and beyond. There, were, uh, there was other news th this week about people working with high school kids that got exposed and are on their way to jail. Like, this is a very serious issue and these people need to go. And for UK athletics to get this particular person who is very, you know, in high esteem in the sport, get him out. Yeah, I'm with all of that. Let's get them all out. Wow. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go next. If you don't mind, um, EP, um, I, I'd like to take a moment and kind of do a two two sided thing here. One, I, I said this a few weeks back, and I'm gonna say it again. Please pay attention to people around you. The mental health struggle is real. Don't take it for granted when someone is crying out for help. Please listen to them. Please, if you can't help them, help them find somebody that can understand that people handle things differently and if people are you know dealing with something that you don't think is a big deal it may not be a big deal to you but it's a huge deal to them so please please listen i also want to give rp props out to a guy that i spent 17 years in the trenches with me um was a very big part of uh, us winning nine national championships many individual ncaa champions and uh, sec champions and sec championship teams of so, my man, Steven Limke, uh, Steve-O, as I called him, he had uh, triple bypass surgery um, last week. Mm -hmm. He's recovering nicely. Um, but I would be remiss if I didn't uh, give him a shout out. Get well, big fella. Um, you know, we, we know we love you and can't wait to get back on the on the lanes with you here soon. I know. Isn't bowling starting soon? That's what I've been waiting yeah, to hear about. Two weeks, baby. <laughs> two weeks. It's almost that time. So you he know, doesn't want he, he doesn't we, want the kids back in town in two weeks, but he's ready to go bowl in two weeks. Hey, look, we we get back in Gainesville late 
Thursday night. I will be bowling at some point in time on Friday or Saturday. Friday. I promise yep. you. Already yeah. knew. <laughs> Already knew. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Uh, you know what? Look, I, I'm going to be a homer and I'm going to give my heartbeat props to somebody who I do know watches the show. Uh, they're probably going to laugh that I said this, but I want to give my heartbeat props to legend as we call him because we just do what's in front of us folks and at the end of the day to do two championship level decathlons in uh with a nine-day gap between them is cruel and unusual punishment um and to win the only commonwealth championship for his entire country uh in the process it was outstanding and uh we don't actually stop and and take a bow often enough and during our careers i think uh the governor would admit to that as well and every now and again we do have to stop like take 30 seconds to say yeah that was pretty good let me let me give you one of these good job fella um look uh fifth at worlds and commonwealth gold commonwealth gold in that in a nine-day span is uh is to be commended and i would say uh job well done young man well and, to, um, you know I, 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 let me let me say this real quick while you know while we're on this you know we i have been beating this drum about proper planning and athletes getting things done well done commonwealth lamar and big league chew absolutely thank you sir you're welcome um i want to give um heartbeat props to three island nations um grenada trinidad barbados okay and each one of those islands this year has had a major impact at the world championship level um and you know you can't you know, having been in that realm and having been in that situation, I don't think people really truly understand the limited resources that are available. And, you know, whether you're training in the United States or what, there's still the support system that has to be there, right? It's one thing to have the support of a federation of you know that that draws in millions of dollars and is able to fund you and to help you you know from you start your training cycle in october all the way through to help you with your travel to help you with your your supplements to help you with all those basic things to help you with therapy right it's another thing to come from a small island where you know from a political standpoint it's not necessarily the most sexy thing in the world, right? It's not necessarily the, you know, outside of soccer in, in the Caribbean. Track and field isn't really the thing, except when you're talking about Jamaica, right? Jamaica is all about it. So for those three small island nations to do what they did between World Championships and the Commonwealth Games, heartbeat props to those athletes, heartbeat props to those coaches, big league and Lamar included, um, because that's not an easy feat. It's not an easy thing to do, um, but 
I'm so excited for this generation of athletes that are coming. And hopefully that helps the other small island nations, you know, get in gear. And we all know the talent's there. It's just a matter of finding that right combination of coaching and support. And we'll see other island nations do the same thing. Yay, that was, that was a good so. one. That was a nice We're one. all set. Well, with that said, we'll wrap up another fun episode of Athletics LLC. Um, good. Oh, just kidding. Lamar. Has I did have, I have, I had one, uh, one challenge to our, uh, our, uh, our LLC followers. I found out a, about a new country. Obviously the country's not new, new to me while I was at Commonwealth <laughs> games. My challenge to you is to find, find a globe and find the country Isle of Man. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's okay. super tiny. Mm-hmm. Well, find it, right, comment ahead, on sorry. it. And no, that's okay. Find it and comment on it. Screenshot. I don't know. I don't even know if you can do a picture into it. But anyways, uh, challenge, challenge served by Lamar. Let's see who answers that challenge. Um, everyone have a good weekend uh, leading into move-ins, leading into departures, whatever it is that you're doing in, in your lane, in your world in the next couple weeks, uh, next week specifically. Um, be confident. Move with pride. Do well. We'll see each other soon. Bye, everyone. When the lights come on, the road skip the running. When the mics come on, the opponents mess the plumbing. Heard you like it warm, hot, knife the butter. Truth pin them hard, knock them off that rebuttal. Tsunami, tidal wave to your puddle. Tough love punch you in the arms, little brothers. Athletics double, I'll see if there's no others. Track the field's pace and we'll peel to go further. Coyotes, Roadrunners Feels like you know us, you've been with us the whole summer If not for this quarantine, these four corners Wouldn't be here, but we're here, so start learning You gotta earn your stripes, gotta get your scars Show you how to fight, but show us who you are You lack experience, but still you wanna talk And who is actually talking to you, something's kinda small Heads prevail when the backbone's strong Gotta keep it coming, no, won't last long Pass and fail, then sell the sad song And if you don't check yourself, then that's wrong Just trying to give you the real that you asked for So why you keep cutting us off to ask more? We put it in slow-mo, but you fast-forward Athletics, devil, I'll see the task force